guys, how's it going? Long time no see. Everybody got the whole gang here. Kennedy was nice to come back to the show and shoot the BS with us. Quick shout out, of course. Um, I want to say hi to Lexi and her family. She's one of our patrons. Uh, uh, her dog passed away, and um, it's really sad stuff. Uh, you know, you know, dog people know what it's like. It's more than just a pet. It's losing a member of your family, and. Um, Heartbreaking stuff. She's very cool. A friend of the podcast. Uh, used guy's family all the way. Throws me articles all the time. A lot of the stuff that uh, we've talked about on the show, she's been kind enough to send to us. So I'm um, really grateful for uh, her. And I'm really sorry that her dog's gone, man. We've all been through it, and it doesn't get easier. No matter how many times it happens, it's still, um, it's you're losing a friend. You're losing a loved one. You're losing, you're losing a family member. So um, fucking sucks. It sucks, and our heart goes out to her and her family. So, um, on a lighter note, um, now that I got that, I want to make sure that we didn't forget about her. Want to shout out to Jade. Jade was kind enough. Two things that she's done: she's purchased the Gulag Archipelago, so she's officially in the Use Guys in that book club. She's in. All right. She's in. She asked specifically, you know, what's that book that you guys are always talking about? Uh, and I was like, oh, I know what you're talking about. So let's. The Gulag Archipelago. Yeah, she couldn't remember what it, what the name was, so she literally sent me a snap. She got it. So she's in. She's in. She's going to be starting reading. Also, as some of you who have been around for it, we had a gay soap giveaway. Jade was one of the winners of the gay soap. All right. I've been waiting for a review. Now, you've all heard Brian's proctologist review of his ass. Two thumbs up and in, baby. <laughs> oh, man, he said in his entire lifetime of practicing medicine he had never seen a cleaner asshole i don't know how it gets any better yeah he had to retire i saw tears come to his eyes <laughs> it just, it's, that's it he's got to hang it up <laughs> yeah like what do you do once like, you I will the never I, that is the the apex of clean assholes, the apex of assholes. Clean i'm gonna one. have to get some of this stuff because i've heard good <laughs> things but well let me tell I you i haven't hopped on that train yet let me tell you something jade has washed her ass with the gay soap this is what Jade, Jade said. Uh, love the scent overall. It's great. Definitely leaves your ass squeaky clean. That is a stunning review, ladies and gentlemen. Excellent review. Stunning. Um, clean asses all around. That's the kind of that's the kind of environment we want to foster here on this show. Is like you know we've pressed at home. Um, we have the the tools and the power and the technology to keep your asshole clean. But we'll talk about that more a little bit later in the show. Um, as you all know, when that gets placed. AgorasNexus.com. Let's not forget about them. Check them out. Great website listing for like-minded folks. Check them out. We're listed on there. Jeremiah's listed on there. Sal's on there. Uh, Dag Seeds are on there. Check them out. AgorasNexus.com. So, big news. Since the last time we chatted, I believe the last episode we did was on Agenda 21. For those of you who haven't listened to that one yet, go back to that. That was um, the first installment of Christopher's idea which was Conspiracy Corner, okay? So we had a good episode. Good episode's great. Um, but uh, this week, a lot of things have happened. Apparently, there's a baby formula shortage. I had no idea. Nobody here on the show has fucking baby. Not no, no baby. <laughs> no. no, no good. Um, I've already done my time. I'm, I'm paroled. And if I ever become a grandfather, as soon as it starts shitting itself, I hand it back to my kid and be like, guess what? Grandpa's off duty. They already did his time. And, that, and there is a pun intended, heavily, heavily intended, off-duty. Duty. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, there's, I don't know how a baby formula shortage, does that have anything to do with the airplanes crashing into not the twin towers uh, that already happened, but into food processing plants. So uh, Abbott, which is so the, the major problem lies in the fact that there's only three large corporations that control production of like 98% of the baby formula market. Um, Abbott is one of them. And the FDA shut them down in in February. For what? Um, they I had. I, I know if you don't. Uh, yeah, go ahead. There I, was uh, a bunch of babies that got sick and I believe a few died, but there was no positive link that it was caused by Abbott's baby formula. So they got shut down pending investigation. But now, as of last I heard, it's like six to eight months until they're able to reopen and start supply again. But it was all because there was a correlation between these sick babies and a few that had unfortunately passed away, um, but nothing linked back to their formula itself, like no positive evidence. So, interesting. Yeah. So, on top of all of that, they also ban the import basically ban the import of uh like european baby formula um i guess there was like there's supposed to be like some sort of like 18 percent tax or whatever on it but they've essentially outright banned the import of a uh, you know european baby formula and uh they were sending hundreds of pallets of it to the border okay so why can't all of the men who get pregnant produce milk? Since I hear that men can get pregnant now, why aren't they producing uh, titty milk? Why 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 aren't they stepping in? I don't I don't think they have the uh, anatomical structures for that. How dare you, enterprise? I don't think I'll go to facilities. I'll go to free speech free speech jail. <laughs> like lock me up. Dare you? <laughs> produce milk what do you what do you believe hey it's a, it's like Science. ben stiller said if it's if it's got nipples you can milk you can it, milk it. <laughs> could you milk my cat fucker I, is it not true that men can produce milk it's but not like, it's not nutritious so yeah it's like not stop it's it a already. secretion but are we taking a piss here are we being no no, no. I no think, like, like you can I, I think there is something that can come out if you like train yourself i don't know if it's like everybody can do it without taking a certain regimen of like vitamins or ingesting certain chemicals because like there there was like an article that i saw that came up this week where it's like people have been asking the same question as uj um and they're like yeah it, i'll have to go digging for it because yeah like people have tried and like they say something comes out but now the big thing on the internet is like everybody's like it is not like breast milk it's not milk's gone all. bad <laughs> or like if you are feeding that to your child they're just also absorbing all of the terrible shit that you have put into your body to allow yourself yeah, to achieve it's like that. a secretion it's like sweat but yeah because like there are specific cells in your body if you're a woman to breastfeed that actually do that that like men do not have all right here we go this is from livescience.com a website of great note to start, male lactation can be uh, has been observed, excuse me, in a few domesticated animals, including cats, goats, and guinea pigs, on rare occasions. However, male lactation seems to be common only in Dayak fruit bats, though it's not yet clear why males of the species have the biology to spontaneously produce milk. Okay, I didn't read human anywhere. Um, uh, at it, all. Yeah, it's down further. In oh, the article. excuse me. 
Uh, for both women and men, breast tissue contains hollow cavities called alveoli. Is it alveoli? We'll, we'll just call it aioli. We'll call it ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> the booby stuff. See, Christopher went and I went right for the food. That's how it is. Thank you. I, I have no shame. I uh, wouldn't put aioli on ravioli, but, you know, go ahead. You no, know. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, which are lined with milk secreting cells. But the critical determinant of lactation is prolactin, a hormone that is produced by pituitary gland and stimulates the mammary glands to produce milk. Normally, non-pregnant women can have almost double the amount of prolactin circulating in their body than men, according to the National Institute of Health. This concentration can spike by nearly tenfold. See, this thing is fucking with me right now because I'm trying to read this and there's a video in the background playing of an octopus running around. And you all know how I feel about the octopus. It's way too goddamn smart and has the potential to make life really difficult for yes, it. Yes, it also it has does. the potential to derail <laughs> the conversation. It just did. I, I just it kept looking up and there's this octopus flying around doing bad things. The octopus of malice. So yeah. I found a PubMed extract that kind of explains it a little bit better. Okay, well, let's have it. I want to so study. It. it was basically a study of men that had galacteria and hyperprolactinemia, which are two diseases that I have no idea what they do. Um, but the study shows that there was a presence of lactose uh in a breast secretion of males some males that had this and so because of that it having lactose and some form of protein technically it was milk okay all uh, right but it also had you know a whole bunch of other bad stuff that you should not be ingesting and Chunky shouldn't be man in your milk <laughs> yeah should not be in your body huh. Okay. And, Take hormones, yeah. like specific hormones, too. You can lactate because then you'll grow the stuff that you need in order to produce the the milk. I guess. I don't know. Anytime I heard about a man, I don't know. Being, Not naturally, no. A man being milked, it's like milking a bull. Oh yeah, you can. <laughs> right. I just you know. know I, I don't know if I recommend drinking what comes out. <laughs> uh, let alone a Woody Harrelson movie. Yeah, right. I see three men here that could you know very easily take one for the team and we could you know Pass. begin a process of uh testing to see if any of you three could that's against my religion <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not kosher yeah sorry christopher and i are out yeah yeah oh, shucks sorry my my one percent european jew says uh can't do that Come on, Patreon. Let's uh, change their minds. I'm sure if enough of you sign up, we can get somebody on board with this. Can we make a stretch goal? That's, is this our fundraiser to combat the the this, the formula shortage? We're here to help. We're here. Oh my god. Well, they like aren't they voting on it? Isn't that? A, I heard there's something on the internet where it's like a bunch of people have already voted against a bill to yeah, apparently be able to. We need more money for Ukraine, not for starving children. Uh, well, they they already they they voted and they already turned it down because essentially the bill was just giving like another I don't know what it like a ridiculous sum of money to the FDA and that's not gonna, <laughs> that's not gonna fucking solve anything like the FDA is part of the reason why we're in this guy so they can crisis. shut down the other two places and then everyone right can go right <laughs> now we have enough now we have enough employees where we can shut them all down. It's funny you should mention that I just saw on uh, the the one of the news sites. Uh, that they're stinking it up again with this coronavirus, yet another variant, 
and it just if you look, I we're not going to discuss it in length because one, I, I'm, I'm said, just so tired of hearing about wait, this shit. <laughs> but wait, Fauci puts his like he surfaced again. He's like a like a like a submarine. Every now and again, he comes <laughs> up, takes a quick peek, and he goes back beneath the waves of bullshit. Um, and it, it turns out that they're looking for more uh, coronavirus relief money. So once again, oh. it's about the money, ladies and gentlemen. It's not about a uh, whole. Th- it's uh, it's not- about that funny money. Well, is Bill Gates making baby formula yet? Oh, has no. he has he expanded into that area yet? Because he has boobs now. Is that what it he's is? Too, he's, <laughs> too busy <laughs> he's trying. They were given like he was given Rogan shit or something like, and it all kicked <laughs> off. And then Rogan's like, "You have bitch tits. Like, why are you?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that cracks uh, me it, up. It's a crazy world. So speaking of crazy world, before we get into the, oh, and by the way, I'm recording from apparently an angry Nazi on BitChute said that I'm recording from a closet. I will have you know, you national socialist piece of shit. That <laughs> this is a proper studio that just happens to be in a, in a basement of an undisclosed location. It okay? just happens to be where people hang their coats on weekdays. This, dude, this yeah. dude got the ban because he kept just complaining and he called Joe Rogan, Jew Rogan. I'm like, bye. Bye. I don't have to. We're, we're out of time. People are fucking losing it, man. They're nuts. They're going rogue. Like, it's. Just... They're going rogue on our page. Like, yeah. he kept commenting on every <laughs> single thing. I'm like, this poor fucking guy. He needs He's to fucking. Nothing, nothing fucking better to do. He yeah. needs to go milk a bowl himself. He says, right? so... go pop a Viagra and fucking masturbate furiously. Relieve some of that tension, you limp dick bastard. Yeah, like no, like I know we're giving it attention because Jay mentioned it, but seriously, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> nobody true. gives a fuck about what you That's... think. Or what right, you right. Say. Fuck you. Fuck like you. show us your content since it's so fucking good. <laughs> he called. He called me out on that too. He was like, "You guys, you you don't have professional equipment." I'm like, "I know, dickhead." <laughs> That's because we're not fucking professional. We all have jobs, you fuck. Of course. This is all we do. This is like I'm sorry that we don't have thousands of dollars to invest in studio equipment. Yeah. Do you know how much money it spent for me to buy this bunker? I mean, geez, old Pete. <laughs> You're doing the best out of all of us, pal. You stay in school. Um, um before you move on real quick, uh, Bill Gates actually did invest in a uh, <laughs> biotech firm that is producing lab artificially made breast milk. Good shit. I knew uh, it. But according to factcheck.org, Gates investment in startup firm is not related to baby formula shortage. No, that's good to know. I'm glad. All right. I'm glad I, we can And I totally, that. I 100% trust the fact checkers. Yeah, I just wanted to, yeah. you know. There's no bias there. No, no the DHS is on top of it. It's all true. It's got okay. .org in the name, okay? You can't just <laughs> right. buy that. They taught us that shit in school. They're like, yeah, My like .org, does- .gov. Like- exactly. <laughs> My website doesn't have a .org behind it. That's what I need to do with this website, useguyspod.org. That way the Nazi can take me seriously. Mine is <laughs> right. .org. Mine is uh, the nerdarmy.org. The nerdarmy.org? Great. Yep. Good. Yeah, you're ahead of it. The Nazi will approve your. Anyway, I'm, you know what, buddy? I mean, seriously, go fuck a goat, or you know, go, go blow an SS no. guy because I know you're all are into that fucking don't, weird shit. Don't touch any animals. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. The SS can be animals, and they have no. I mean, the goat. Leave the goat alone. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got to be consensual with the goat. I mean, let's wait. That is a good question, though. Could we use like? I, I have not raised a child, so could you not? Could we not use like 
cow's milk and like no. goat milk? Okay. It's not the same nutrition. Yeah, gotcha. there's like it lacks. So we can't certain... get like some bodybuilder protein powder and just like eat it in some milk and call Wait it a, a day. second. Didn't they use goat's milk for ages way before cows? Like way before cows. Wasn't all the cheese and stuff made from goat cheese? I don't know, probably. We're talking well, about feeding babies with I'm it. talking about babies, like Yeah, but I understand that. Yeah. Like formula hasn't existed forever and like was right. everybody I, constantly yeah, breastfeeding is I think is his point. Right? Like did they ever use a stand in? Or... I'm sure that they have I don't think, I don't think that was so because it wasn't until like what was it like the fifties or the sixties whenever fucking formula came around and they created a market for it and convinced mm -hmm. people that it was better than breast milk. Can you imagine that all these millions of years of evolution, but no, we figured it out in the fifties along with <laughs> using Tupperware that this was better for your children. Along with Tupperware and putting peas in aspic. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like savory foods inside clear gelatin. Oh. <laughs> gelatin recipes are the best. Not even right? lie. They're amazing. I, I made a salad bar and put it in some clear gelatin. <laughs> and I threw some pineapple in there because that is some weird shit. Honestly. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. What a, what a disgusting thing. Can you imagine? Right? Like, whoever thought that was a good idea should be fucking shot and buried in a shallow grave. Full of gelatin. <laughs> right? Like, like we're going to make your fucking coffin out of aspic, you fucking dick. <laughs> I you love to do that with uh, tiny dick having son of a bitch. Didn't Lennon do that? Peas and gelatin. What's wrong with you? What about Lennon? What did Didn't he... Lennon get buried like that? He's on display somewhere or something? No, dude, before we... Okay, we're going to move on in a second, but now... <laughs> we got to talk about this. So Lennon is embalmed, right, heavily. Yeah. And on display, still. Even For though... money. <laughs> yeah. Um, no good. But every year, for... I think up until, like, way after the collapse of the Soviet <laughs> Union, it was paid every year. They got to take that mummy out of there and re-embalm it every year and it used to be like the russian government like paid for it meaning the extortion of their citizens paid for the remummification of this commie fuck now a private interest think about that there's a private group of people <laughs> that fund that fund the re-embalming of so like did they invent a feature where he gets to spin now <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they have to now since, you know, they can't import anything and they've been banned from everything. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, that's amazing. It's just like when they charge money for Karl Marx's grave. I, I love that. Right. I absolutely love it. I should put it in a story. <laughs> you should. Capitalism at its finest. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of spinning in his grave, he could probably fucking light up all of London because that's where he's buried. They just plug in something. And... <laughs> It's too much. It's going to trip all the breakers. Hey, Carl. Hey, Carl. Carl's corpse. Do you know that they, they raised it to six pounds instead of five? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, speaking of spinning, um, but this time spinning across the country, uh, Kennedy had an interesting experience, which I think a lot of us probably and myself included, with the exception of not being able to carry a firearm in certain places because they're ruled by communists. Um, Kennedy got to see a large swath of the country via car, which I think is an amazing thing. 
uh, to do. Uh, why, you know, and for those of you in the European audience, and I'm not being funny either. I know that, like, I've, I when I went to Ireland, for example, I didn't go in the car a lot. I took the train. Train was everywhere, right? We don't exactly have that here because we're we got the highway system, and people like. And here's the thing too. With the car, you can stop at any point in time. If you find something interesting, you want to stop at the A&W stand and get diarrhea from the corny dog, <laughs> whatever. But Kennedy got to go all the way to California uh, to visit someone, and he got to see the country in between, places that are known as flyover states, including the one that we live in. So, like, what was your experience? First of all, where did you start out from? And, like, how many states did we cross? What was interesting? Did you see any demonstrable difference between, you know, with the exception being ge- geographically, like with people yeah. or culture? I- I'm just curious because I think that that would be a sincerely a fun trip to take if it wasn't for the communism, you know, at the end. So go ahead. Tell us a little bit about what you saw. So as a little like teaser, California was actually the uh, least worst place or sorry it was not the worst place that we visited um but we started in columbus ohio that's where my parents live so i left my car there with them uh and we made our way over for the first night to st louis um and then from st louis to oklahoma city oklahoma city to albuquerque albuquerque down to phoenix and then phoenix to uh santa monica and we didn't know this or at least i didn't know this maybe my girlfriend didn't just left me on the the boat of not of not knowing but we basically followed the exact route 66 path the whole way uh except for route 66 starts in chicago and ends in santa monica but um we followed that the entire way and i didn't realize this until we're standing on the santa monica pier and they have a giant plaque that says the end of route 66 and it has outlined all the cities that it goes through i was like oh that's what, <laughs> that's what we did um but it was a really good time um seeing the like first like three states was kind of boring because it's pretty much everything that you already see in the you know, Midwest, uh, of farmland, trees. Cows, yeah. Farmland, cows. Um, Oklahoma, as soon as you hit Oklahoma, the path we followed was nothing but cows. I'm convinced that Oklahoma is going to be run by cows in about probably <laughs> five years. Uh, they outnumber the people there. I don't even know what the actual statistic is, but I mean, we were seeing fields of cows that had houses maybe every couple miles. Um, so if the cows just become as smart as octopi, we're done for. We're oh, we're that, better hope they don't link. It's going to be game over. Um, but no, the worst place was actually Albuquerque. Uh, I had never been there. I had only ever seen it from Breaking Bad, uh, and you know shows that were based out of there. But it was a dumpster of a city. Like I, no offense to anybody that lives in Albuquerque. Maybe I just was not in a good area. But we drove around, and at no point did it get good. Uh, <laughs> It See, was, that's, how, that's how I felt about Nevada, because it's nothing but shithole desert. <laughs> yeah, like, this was, like, the towns were all run down. Like, there was just abandoned buildings, windows busted out, graffiti everywhere. People were just tweaking on the side of the road. Sounds kind of like Detroit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, our hotel room, the uh, AC didn't work in the room, and, of course, it was, like, super hot, so I... <laughs> Fuck that shit. That's an act yeah. of war. 
What yeah. do you mean? Uh, that's the best part of a hotel room. You can just crank the AC down to like. Oh yeah, seven, right. And it's freezing in there. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, you can fucking hang a side of beef on, from the ceiling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that was the worst place we actually visited. Um, California was gorgeous. Uh, the only part I didn't like was driving through LA. LA is not as glamorous as I thought it was going to be. Uh, and originally we were looking to stay in LA, but we decided against it and went and stayed in Santa Monica instead. Best decision ever. Uh, Santa Monica is a cute little town. Uh, it was not from what I could tell, like we walked around at night and I felt perfectly fine. Um, yeah, there LA was, sucks. <laughs> yeah, the convention, it was really funny because they have the convention center that we drove by. Both buildings next to the convention center, smashed out windows, graffitied, all that. Convention center, beautiful, gorgeous, perfectly fine. Um, That's good to know. Well, yeah, you know, you got to keep the the attractions good, I guess. So what did you eat along the way? That's that's a huge thing because my fear of, of you know, having to use a public toilet someplace that's... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. I am right there with you. Uh, so for lunch, we did Chick Fil A the whole way. That's a safe. Um, safe because Chick Fil A is delicious and it was everywhere. And I like me some lemonade, and their lemonade is probably the best lemonade on the market. Uh, but then at night we would go and get a little bit more adventurous. Um, we tried a little Italian place in Santa Monica. We tried a. A uh, little hometown diner when we were in Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. uh, it was really good. It was a good time. Is it really the, as uh, flat as we as we imagine it, geographically speaking, like in Oklahoma? It's like really. Yes. Flat. Yeah, it is. It is very, very flat. Um, and again, it's just nothing but plains of cows. I, there was like parts where I was like, I don't even think these cows, these might just be natural cows. They might be free and wild. <laughs> Nobody owns these. I, cows. I don't see a free a range yeah. cows. There was there was not a chance. These cows have established their own anarchy. <laughs> they probably they're doing better than we are. They seem but to be doing the best. Um, those cows or that land, like I don't have you ever been north, like the same part of the country, but just gone like farther north. I've been to Colorado, but that was in I was in downtown. Okay, Boulder, so. Because I just I thought it was crazy because like in Oklahoma, as flat as it is, it's like all the way up to like Montana area, like until you get like halfway through the state going west. It just looks exactly like that. It blows my mind that <laughs> so much can be so flat for so long. Yeah. Um, the only like really terrible part or not terrible, but just strange part of California was going in. We had to go through an agriculture checkpoint, which I did not know was a thing. And apparently at every main entrance into California, there is a agriculture checkpoint because since they, they are self-sustaining with their agriculture. Um, and it also kind of makes sense because a lot of their stuff that they grow there is non-GMO, no you know pesticides or anything like that. So when you're driving through this checkpoint, they basically ask you, do you have any you know fruits or vegetables that you're bringing in? It's almost like when you watch uh, like border checkpoints really I got the little mirrors you. on sticks going under the car yeah and stuff. except for they like, weren't that serious it was just um it was just more hey do you have any of this stuff and they were you know super cool about it they weren't super pushy like i've seen in some border crossing you know videos but it was that was the only strange part masks were optional everywhere we went uh which that shocked me um airline when i flew back was optional masks so it was 
you know, I never had to worry about any of that. So, which is not what we would expect really from California, you know what I mean? No, California is kind of, they're crazy. Say all the nice shit you want. They still have a 10 round fucking limit on their fucking magazines. Yeah. I I tried (laughs) to figure out how to carry there. Uh, Originally I was not up for the idea of me not being able to carry. I carry everywhere I go, everywhere that I legally can um, because I just feel safer with it. Uh, And I was not able to find a definitive answer on what would be allowed to carry there. It was easier to figure out carrying in the airport than it was figuring out how to carry to California. Um, Every single state was perfectly fine because I believe every single one except for Illinois had reciprocity with my home state. And then California, I just could not figure out, I could not navigate the laws in a way that I felt comfortable enough that I wasn't about ready to commit a felony. Yeah, and jail in California is going to be painful in more ways than one. Um, Yeah. Look at this right here. Angel put this. This is from the San Francisco Gate, the city that's covered in human excrement. Uh, as, um, what does it say here, Angel? It says invasive jumping worms have made their way into California and scientists are worried. And this is from the 18th of May of this year. Beyond the jumping wor- worms gnarly appearance, the species also referred to as Alabama jumpers, Jersey wrigglers, and crazy snake worms, but officially named the Asian jumping worm. That's why they call them all those other, because that's Asian hate right there. That's just terrible. Asian jumping worm, like you know. Um, they come from Japan. They come from Japan. Okay. Uh, scientists are now concerned about the significant threat the invasive species have on the state. I'm, I'm not pronouncing the Latin version. is native to Japan and the Korean Peninsula, but it's made its way to North America through landscape plants imported from those regions. They were first spotted writhing through American soil in Wisconsin in 2013 have, have since been found across the East Coast. Now they've reportedly headed west. Go west, young worm. Go west. The worm was first seen in California last July when one was positively identified in Napa County by the California Department of Food and Agriculture. The identification of that critter was confirmed through DNA sequencing. So perhaps they were concerned about you bringing in some worms from... I was smuggling my worms in. Yes. From the dirt, the dirty I smuggle ABQ. a worm with me everywhere I go. Oh, aha. <laughs> the dirty ABQ, as it were. Um, I can't believe you didn't like it. See, maybe I, I went to Albuquerque, Jesus Christ, in 1996. That's when uh, Brian was born. Um, yeah, that was before uh, Heisenberg started cooking meth there and everybody right. was using it on the side of the road. Right. And you know what? But I didn't think it was as nice as Santa Fe. Santa Fe was a beautiful, beautiful town. It's an old I could town. not go there. It was on fire. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I have, like, three, like, very noteworthy things about the travel. One, Google tried to kill me because there was the original trek that they wanted us to take was up through Santa Fe. um, And that was on fire from the, the wildfires that are happening there. And when I was, like, looking at the trek, the spot that it wanted me to drive through was a mandatory evacuation zone. And Google was just like, yeah, you, you got this. You can trek it, through there. That's perfectly safe. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, don't, don't worry about it, Kennedy. Just keep going. Right? <laughs> so shout out to my mom for warning me about them and like <laughs> me double checking the route before we hit the road. Um, 
so yeah but no albuquerque was weird and then that was where we first discovered gas stations playing classical music very loudly um we noticed it in a lot of the big cities once we started in albuquerque they will blast classical music to deter the homeless people because it's music still but it's not like hip-hop or pop that would attract more people and they blast it so it just gets really annoying so the entire time i'm sitting there pumping up gas my girlfriend's locked in the car nice and safe and i'm sitting there pumping gas with like the walking dead walking around me oh and i'm just like it, it reminds me of like when hannibal's cooking a meal and it's like slow like motion like he's just like chopping up a liver and making like you know Father it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah it was terrible <laughs> it's really yeah, that eat, bad there eat his liver with some fava beans and i thought it was but... <laughs> it doesn't even sound like it was working though yeah, yeah like... it, it, no yeah, joke's on you, asshole. I like classical music. <laughs> right? I mean, it could just be the area I was in Albuquerque, but again, we drove around and it's really that bad with methamphetamine there. That's not just a show. I mean, I don't know if they were on meth, but there was definitely people that were just like hobbling across the road. Clearly, not of the best <laughs> state of mind. Clearly, high on something mm-hmm. that it wasn't yeah. meth bath salts uh, i have never seen anybody like that and i stayed with somebody that was addicted he would wake up in the middle of the night to have to go smoke so he was okay. never like that well yeah yeah people who smoke reefer i mean if you if you have free to lay on you they might pester you for right taste but that's about it it's not right like, hey man you're gonna eat all those <laughs> chips yourself i don't know maybe if you have any albuquerque and viewers they can or listeners they can maybe correct the record but at least where i was in there it was not looking pretty we got some people in new mexico but i've asked so many times for people to reach out and very few do like i've been asking for the people from uh from the united kingdom which brings me to something I wanted to bring up before, um, but I forgot because I didn't have it written down. And apparently the Nazi on BitChute says, I also can't uh, keep track of my thoughts. Um, I can't stay on point. So again, um, don't, why are you even giving that dude like any blocked. type of, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, forget right? about it. Um, like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't, I don't remember, already, I guess. I, I what were you going to talk about that you forgot? Yeah. <laughs> I already said, fuck you that, to that guy. Like I don't remember. he's moved on. No, no, no. What I was going to talk to you guy. guys about was, so this whole Brexit thing that's kicked off that they've completed this divorce between the United Kingdom and the rest of the <clears throat> European Union, um, put the north of Ireland slash Northern Ireland, however you want to call it. Um, I, I, it's it's an island, Ireland, and a portion of it is occupied or you know part of Great Britain, a constituent country, um, if you want to call it that. Um, religion is a problem as usual, as most of the time it is concerning two communities of people who you know have a problem with each other because of god or whatever the devil you know in this case two sects of christianity who both are into jesus but will kill each other over the (laughs) semantics you know Um, it makes perfect sense it's a real tragedy like i told i told the audience before i i'm sure i've i brought it up i don't know if i told you kennedy i went to belfast on a bus trip from dublin to belfast in 1998 after the good friday agreement was signed between all of the parties so you had the loyalists 
you have the Republicans. They're not Republicans like here in the United States. They believe in an Irish Republic, which means they're not very cool with the Protestant people and so on. With I could spend an entire show on the topic, but it was the first time I was confronted by an, an armed member of the British military asking me uh, for my documents, like like fully kitted on the street. And he told me to mind myself. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And there's this wall that divides the community. It's called the peace wall. Very, <laughs> very affectionate. Real Dr. Strange loving. And um, apparently if like you don't wear certain colors, if you wear green, now mind you, you could have a rain jacket. That's just happened to be green because it's polo by Ralph Lauren. But if you wear that green jacket, you're telling everybody in the community that you're Catholic. And if you wear orange, anything that's orange, that's Protestant. Okay, so you have to be very careful about your color selection. And apparently they have, you know how here in the U.S. they have Costco? They have something called Tesco. And there's a Catholic Tesco and a Protestant Tesco. And they know which one is like who is Catholic and who's coming across the wall to go to the Protestant Tesco. Even they probably have the same goddamn thing. But they all swear that they know which one is which, even though they all look pretty much the same. But whatever. So this is a problem now because the uh, uh, North, the Northern Ireland receives a lot of, well, did receive a lot of money through the European Union, um, you know, to bring it up to speed, I guess you could say. So the majority, when they had that vote, the majority of the North wanted to stay in the European Union. Well, the majority of England said, we're out of here and they have a lot more people there. Scotland, the same thing. They didn't want to leave the European Union. So now... After all of these hundreds of years of fighting, and then, you know, of course, there's the partition of Ireland that takes place in 1922 when the South, that's where my grandfather comes from. They were like, get fucked. We won the war. We're leaving. And the North was like, we're Protestant. We're going to hang out with England. And England is like, we don't even know you're here. Uh, whatever. Because um, <laughs> Normal English people don't give a shit about religion and all this bullshit. They're, they're normal people. They're not, they're not crazy. Um, I, I could go in. I, anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, that a united Ireland is now more possible than ever because of the Republic of Ireland, the one in the South, is part of the European Union. But all the Protestant people in the north of Ireland wanted to stay in the European Union, so now their only course uh, is now perhaps to join with the rest of Ireland, thus ending the partition of Ireland, all thanks to the European Union vote. So now there's, because the reason why there's a big beef is because there has to be a hard border between a non-European Union and a European Union state, which Ireland is divided. Well, right now you can literally like jump across the border by yourself. Like nobody's there, really. They don't, nobody cares. Like they're like, whatever. The mailboxes change color. In the North, they're red. And in the South, they're green. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, but they have to establish a hard border there. And then there's customs involved and all this other stuff. So uh, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, keep your eye on that because I, I wonder how a lot of the community is going to react. Probably the people and like normal people, probably like whatever. And of course, there's crazies that are going to be like, God said there needs to be a hard border or whatever. I don't know. We'll mm -hmm. see what happens. But Scotland is supposed to be leaving, too. They're very upset. But the last time they wanted to declare independence, they were they were like, we're going to be our own country. But the Royal Navy can keep their base at Scapa Flow and we're going to keep the pound and we're going to keep the queen. What is the point? <laughs> What is the point if you're going to... They gonna... wanted attention. Jesus Christ. 
So like, they just wanted a different flag. Is that all they wanted then? Like they already have. Listen, they already have their own flag. It's the the cross of Saint Andrew. It's blue and the white cross. It looks like an X. They already have their own flag. No, they just they're like they want they want to be like independent, but at the same time, I guess they're afraid to get away from the queen. They they they're like all she's right. dead. Like they get they they locked her away months ago. She's got to be fucking dead. No, man. We want to be independent, but we very clearly have a codependency issue. (laughs) Listen, I want my own, I want my freedom, my independence, but I want my mother to pay my rent. That's what it boils down to. You know, I think I'm going to secede. I'm going to start my own country, but I'm going to still use the U.S. dollar. I'm going to still recognize the president of the United States and follow all their laws. Um, Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a great plan. So speaking of money, this was an article that I found, and there again, <laughs> Angel has called this out before. And by the way, I don't have any standing on this. I understand what crypto is for. Okay, this is from the Wall Street Journal, by the way. Um, in case anybody wanted to pull up the show notes, um, if you're interested, it'll be in the show notes. I'm pulling it. I had I'm it talking to the up, audience, but I closed everything out because there was sound, and I wasn't sure where it was There's, coming from. So I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking to the you're audience. Fired. No. <laughs> Who, would you like me to share the article? No, not you. No. no, 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 I don't. I just want people to know that it's in the show notes. Nobody checks the show notes, but they're always available. It's to there. You. I checked it, but I don't have a subscription. So if you want to put it up, I could read along. Um, yeah, I don't have a <laughs> subscription either, but I just want people. To, I want people's take on this. What is it? The Wall Street Journal? It mm-hmm. says crypto meltdown exposes hollowness of its libertarian promise. Unable to displace the dollar, crypto has become just another asset without traditional asset markets guardrails to its advocates cryptocurrency is at its heart a libertarian project to free mankind from the shackles of government most of all its power to debase a fiat currency by printing more of it do kwan the south korean creator of stablecoin terra usd regularly equated fiat currency to state violence he's not wrong but here's the question there's been a huge collapse across most cryptocurrencies correct I mean, thank goodness i i'm sorry if that like ruined somebody's portfolio but i don't like cryptocurrency is a whole like heated talk topic it is. on that and i don't it, feel strongly one way or the other but what is the deal here i still don't understand cryptocurrency i'm never gonna understand it and i can help you on a day off next there. time we get dinner i got you <laughs> Okay, because like their whole thing is like, oh, well, you know, it's better than fiat currency. I'm like, but crypto is the definition of a fiat fucking currency. Like it literally is nothing. It's it's fiat. The benefit of it is that it's decentralized and they can't make more of it. Right. Like that's the only thing. Yeah, correct. It's it's all every coin is already there is a limit yes but you have to have people that actually want to own and compete for that thing otherwise it's not valuable and i would disagree with the wall street journal there uh when they said that the majority of people are using it as um looking at it as a libertarian solution to finance i think is similar to the wording they used yeah because most people aren't looking at it like that most people are looking at it as a get rich quick scheme and like that's my biggest thing with crypto is that you see all these people like plugging crypto but when was the last time they actually bought something with it like when was the last time they actually had any leave their 
account for other than just selling it to somebody because the market was high that day. That's a fair point. That's and that's my like biggest complaint about it is everybody wants it to be, you know, everybody is using it as a get rich quick scheme instead of a uh, actual like currency Means of exchange. Yeah, and so until you see that, in until the the market dies down like it should like right now it dropping back down to like 30k i think is what is that right now i think it was at like 29 earlier okay yeah. yeah so i mean it was at 60k a couple months ago so it's finally stabilizing and it needs to stabilize in order to for people to use it as a currency imagine if the usd fluctuated by thousands and thousands of dollars like you wouldn't be able to buy anything wow. your can of soup that you just bought yesterday for 99 cents is now you know, worth $10, $5. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> there's no way you can make a, a valuable see. currency off of it until it, it calms down a little. But I, I, you know, something we've had Sal Mayweather on the show several times, friend, friend of the show, friend of us. Uh, I love Sal. Um, I have his book right here, Anti Politics, um, a collection of Agorist essays. Uh, I love Sal. I love Agorism. I'm a huge, obviously, I'm a huge fan. Like Angel, I had a hard time understanding it. The way Sal presented it to me that made me understand it a little bit better, he, he told us several times, and to Kennedy's point, and I think you're right, he said this isn't about getting rich. It's about getting. It's about being free because his point is it's not traceable by the government. And people. that's what it was originally started as, yeah. Just right. most people don't look at it like that. Right, and, I, and to your point, I feel that way. And to Angel's point, Uncle Sugar found a way. Uncle Sugar will. They're going to tax it. Yeah. Like, so the thing with cryptocurrencies, that's a mischaracterization that it's untraceable. It's just harder to trace. It it just like, I mean, there's a, there's the blockchain, blockchain. right? Yeah. It's just, it's harder to trace because you don't necessarily have a bank account that states, you know, John Smith at one, two, three road. Right. It's a, it's a hash. That's like your address. So, and that can be, you can create a new one. Right. There's and, and no there, name associated to it. Right. And there, but there's also like certain cryptocurrencies like Monero, for example, that are specifically designed as a privacy coin. Yeah. Whereas like, like there's obfuscation within like Bitcoin and Bitcoin cash and whatnot, but it's not necessarily designed from the ground up to be a private right. coin and there's also laundering services like anything else where you can make your coin go through so many different wallets that it just becomes untraceable but yeah there's still always going to be a way if you have enough money behind anything okay i mean and you know something i also there's bitcoin bitcoin cash monero yeah what was it uh, dogecoin that got pumped up by musk or what have you there's going to be so many different variants. I still am a f- firm believer in the Big Mac coin. I am a Big Mac coin because it's backed by Big Mac. <laughs> that's it's more valuable than that's dollars. A, that's a tangible that's, asset. That I agree with. And again, all, jokes aside, I'm still a precious metals person. And what I mean by that is brass, aluminum, and lead and copper. Those those are very precious metals. And you can always trade pew, them. Pew, yeah, you could use them as currency, and you could use them as something other than currency. Um, again, I back in the day before crypto was a huge thing or a thing at all, uh, we talked about stocking up on those uh, specific precious metals. 
you know, because you might have to trade it for food or you might have to use it to get food one way or the other. So again, teach their own. Um, I understand the principle behind it, but I think Kennedy's right. Uh, a lot of people use it as a get rich quick scheme and, um, yeah. Well, you got a lot of people using it as a get rich quick scheme. And then like the market's flooded with so many different types of crypto coins right now that it's like ridiculous. I mean, I'm talking like thousands actually... upon thousands of different like as as like he would like Kennedy was saying, like as it becomes more stable and then as the market, you know, either consolidates or like the losers drop out, you know, like eventually. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll be left with the winners. So. And anybody can mint their own crypto. It's just right. a matter of if there is backing behind it. Mm-hmm. But minting is actually terrible. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen the statistics, but like minting something on the Ethereum chain is actually like worse for the environment than taking a private jet around the world. Really? Mint like an actual stable coin, just because of the amount of energy that it requires and the amount of electricity that it uses. Interesting. So, no, I mean, the the thing that pissed me off about that because we talked about this talked about that on the show specifically about them saying how bad mining Bitcoin is for the environment, let alone how much damage the U.S. dollar has done when it comes to petrodollars or you know for war. Um, I think that that's a poor comparison for the state to use it as a form of criticism, saying, "Oh, well, this is bad for the environment." Yeah, none of the shit that you guys do. But we- how many people actually think about that, or because like nobody told them to think about that? Very few. Um, I'm just a gamer. <laughs> I just hate it because I can't get a graphics card for a, a thirty-seven or thirty-eighty. Hey, yeah, price, I'm over prices here with have come down quite a bit. They have, but I'm still poor. <laughs> uh, true, true. I, I, I'm a jackass and overpaid for my video card because I couldn't wait any longer. My 1060 is still doing fine, so we got some more years on it. As long as it wants to hold up, it's doing good. Just give it a nice little pet. and. Well, they are opening some um, manufacturing plants here in the U.S. and day for chips. So All right. Uh, those are the yeah, Intel is opening a new chip plant near Columbus. But Yes, and I am going to uh, try to work there, and I am very hey, excited. Hey. That's good. Hell I want yeah. to ask, ask you guys a question. So you re- just did. Oh, wait, no, never mind. No, you did. Recently... <laughs> Recently, there was a guy who shot up a store in Buffalo, New York, a Tops, which we used to have here here in uh, Akron, Ohio, Stan. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to shop there at Tops. Not the one in Buffalo. Akron, Ohio, Stan. Akron, Ohio, Stan. Um, uh, Akronistan. Uh, Either way, it works. Um, uh, I prefer Krakron. That works, too. Um, And and proud we are of all of them. Um, Good. What about this business in Buffalo? Now, a lot of people on the Twitter, which I've started to abstain from even more, except for shitting on Joy Behar or, you know, my classic calling card, your post sucks, fuck you. Um, I dropped or that. You dropped this, you fucking clown. You dropped yeah. your nose, you fucking clown. That's, that's that's my favorite one. That's me too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's hashtag no... me too. Yeah. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag lift all voices. Um, right. Hashtag, hashtag stop Asian hate. Yes. Hashtag what happened to the Vegas shooter? Speaking of shooters. <laughs> so this fucking maniac goes in there and shoots up the tops. For my thesis in graduate school, I had to do it on a specific style of terrorism, which is the lone wolf terrorist, where they write a manifesto and you trace how they got radicalized. 
and then you go to the crime which they commit the, the acts of terrorism by shooting up a church filled with african americans like dylan roof did or um the guy whom i call the rock star not because he's cool he's clearly he should have been hanged but they don't do that in norway um andrews breivik who shot up a youth camp of of lefties it's like a social democrat uh club up there i mean he shot up a shitload of people up there and he wrote a 1200 page manifesto which i have on the machine here um he gets very detailed from even the uniforms that his people are going to use the the knights templar of new jerusalem or some crap like that i don't remember it's already been almost two years since i wrote the paper uh but every single one of them the Christchurch uh, uh mosque shooter in new zealand that one was bad he uh live streamed it this guy live streamed it um they both did the same thing where they wrote racist shit on their rifles and went in and started shooting but automatically as soon as this popped off people started calling you know they, they started to see a glow and i am it's getting to the point where i can't really tell if this really is a racist piece of shit that did this or if this is an op and i know that people can be critical and they can if you want to be i'm not 100 sure but matt agarist uh four years ago called this out he said this is an article that he wrote i think it's from the free thought project they just have the screenshot it says parents catch fbi in plot to force mentally ill son to be a right-wing terrorist the parents of a severely dis mentally disabled man are speaking out how the on the, how the fbi groomed him as a right-wing terrorist knowing he's par and paranoid schizophrenic is and we already know that mk ultra is a real thing that was real so what is it possible that this is a glowy event is it is it i mean it's clearly possible that he's a racist piece of shit and copycatted some other racist piece of shit sure did you read the manifesto though no i didn't please uh, half page like copied and pasted shit that was labeled no. a manifesto no, it's literally like oh like i learned all this shit on 4chan and like just plug any other website that like everybody fucking hates or is full of incels or whatever and then that was it. like it's literally like i've seen facebook posts longer and they're like this is the manifesto that he posted and like went and did all this shit. It's, it just seems it's like i don't know maybe he wasn't very bright but it looks lazy as fuck. like it's yeah it's like someone's like oh shit, they're launching this on monday it's fucking friday night i want to go fucking drink a beer i'm typing this up and fucking sending it like it's some stupid shit. yeah i agree i i, I it definitely is suspicious to begin with based on what you've told me because the other manifestos, like I said, Andrews Breivik, it was, this was in 2011. He wrote a 1,200 page. Now, a lot of it was plagiarized. Again, I have it. <laughs> but still, 1,200 pages. He put effort into it, okay? And um, the guy down in, um, in New Zealand, he was originally from, his name is Brendan Tarrant. And he was originally from Australia, moved to New Zealand. And he is an eco-fascist. He was an eco-fascist. Like, yeah, it's a very weird thing. It's not 100%. I, and he cites Candace Owens as one of his biggest inspirations. So I don't, this is a weird blend of things. And I'm not making light of the people that he murdered in the mosque. That's terrible. But there's strange things happening. And when you couple that with the fact that we still have no fucking idea what happened to the Vegas shooter. Nothing nothing the, the trail ends and runs cold we have no fucking idea what happened there so i don't know what to make of all of these things but good news this is from infowars.com which is a 
website of the greatest note sells stuff from super male vitality from the <laughs> infowars store guaranteed to give you the hardest <laughs> erection in history that's how alex jones runs around all the time hard as a rock can cut diamonds because of super male vitality i don't even get sponsored by infowars i'm already plugging alex jones's store because i love alex we go way back uh, it goes way back with christopher too don't, don't we're all on the same team here alex don't worry um <laughs> Except for Sandy, that was a big, that was a big whoops. Uh, not very good. But this is some good news. So you were all aware that we were getting this Ministry of Truth coming out from the Department of Homeland Security, right? And it's the Infowars uh, link, Angel, that has the crazy bitch right next to the seal of the Department of Homeland Security. If you wouldn't mind putting that up on the screen for people to see this fucking maniac's face. Like, this is some wild shit. This lady... Her lipstick, the whore paint, everything. I mean, it's <laughs> it's powerful. And she has bug eyes. Look at that. Fucking say you, yeah. you can see the whites of her eyes. That's how you know she's crazy. She's got what I refer to as AOC eyes. Have you seen the have you seen her sing? No, I don't think I want to. I, I don't. Yeah. don't I, I don't know where like the video, like where a good place to find it is. But she's a theater person. And there's like a oh, video really? of her singing about like. I think it's right there actually yeah there it is yeah the mary poppins song oh god what is really quite ferocious it's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in congress or a mainstream outlet so disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious <laughs> It's how you hide a little lie, little Nailed lie. It. It's how you hide a little lie, little lie. It's how you hide a little lie, little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo, and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh. Could you imagine going to school to be like a speechwriter or somebody for one of these people, and it's like this is the shit that you have to do? Like they're like, here, I want this by noon today. It's just like Excuse I'm gonna put a gun me, in my um... mouth. Like, <laughs> Excuse me while I go hang myself in my closet with the elastic band of my underwear. They look at the diploma hanging on their wall and they think about how much money they spent to get there. And they're like, this is what they I'm really just, doing. Yeah. <laughs> I made it to the White House, Mom. Oh, great. What you write? And it's just oh. a... <laughs> this, is, this is great, though. So <sighs> <laughs> this is over, though. Um it's the Biden administration is putting its Orwellian disinformation governance board on pause just three weeks after rolling it out. Multiple employees of the Department of Homeland Security said that its disinformation governance board has been shut down on Monday, according to the Washington Compost. Its chair, Nina Jankovitz, a.k.a. the Mary Poppins of disinformation, submitted her letter of resignation a day later. That's a win for the people. But Tuesday night, Jankovitz was pulled into an urgent call with DHS officials who gave her the choice to stay on, even as the department's work was put on hold because of the backlash it faced, according to multiple people with its knowledge of the call. Oh, they'll get it. They'll make it happen. The DHS lashed out against free speech advocates following the board's shutdown, vowing to continue its disinformation work one way or the other. Quote, Nina Jankovitz has been subjected to unjustified and vile personal attacks to physical threats, a DHS spokesperson told the Compost in a statement. In congressional (laughs) hearings, in media interviews, the secretary has repeatedly defended her as eminently qualified and underscored the importance of the department's disinformation work, and he will continue to do so. Um, Let's see here. 
The Disinformation Governance Board faced intense criticism as soon as it was announced last April, prompting DHS Chief Alejandro Mayorkas to come out in defense of the board, claiming it wouldn't police free speech. Quote, it's clear, I mean, those criticisms are precisely the opposite of what this small working group within the Department of Homeland Security will do, Mayorkas said. And then I think we probably could have done a better job communicating what it does and does not do. The fact is that disinformation that creates a threat to the security of the homeland is our responsibility to address, and this department has been addressing it for years. Right. Doing a great job. Small group of people, that small, hardworking group of people is also the ones who decide what is disinformation. I will tell you this. Whatever that woman was making, none of you will ever see in a year. I'm telling maybe Kennedy because he's uh, like, technically it should stuff. be public knowledge, shouldn't it? I mean, does that include the envelopes under the table? Well, disinformation. Uh, yeah, that yeah, is, right. I, get I, shut I, down. I, I would also like to just say that after listening to that crazy bitch sing, that she deserved any and all threats that were coming to her. I'm sorry. I agree 100. Like that was. Are you uh? Did you also see that uh? Speaking of crazy females that talk a lot uh jen saki or pasaki however you say her name All she's Saki. resigning yeah she resigned yeah well, i don't know if she quit. resigned but she left quit. yeah yeah she's gonna go work at msnbc lovely and i don't know if you've seen the new lady that took over but she had a rough first day yeah, i heard uh she has a french name I yeah uh jean pierre jean pierre uh, yeah she's uh-huh. cannot make fun of her though she is the first uh first person of color member of the lgbtqi plus and uh immigrant person to hold the um press secretary position check yeah check, so, check. so what are check oh man check before hey. we before we stray too far away from the disinformation thing though i wanted to bring up one other thing please so uh, as I was talking to you, Jay, earlier, I said I read Anatomy of the State by Murray Rothbard probably a couple of weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. But uh, something you look at the quote by how did, Mallorcas. Do the do the do the role. Do it. Mallorcas. Yeah, that one. So it says the the disinformation that creates a threat to the security of the homeland is our responsibility to address. And then, I mean, if you've read Anatomy of the State, Rothbard makes a whole point about how we are not the state, we are not the government, like the government is not the homeland. But what they do all the time is they equivocate these things. And it's, I mean, it's happened so many times that you don't even really think about it. It's, I remember like public school as a kid, it's like, they are one and the same, like the government is your homeland, all this stuff, they're all equal, you are equally a part of it, it represents you just as much as you represent us. It's all horseshit. But they get away with doing like, okay, so this problem with information that we caused, we now create or trying to create a department to fix and the disinformation that is dangerous to the entity that we have created. It is also our responsibility to handle it like we're taking responsibility for it. So you guys don't have to, but like we're going to take your money to form this, which now isn't happening, but like I'm sure the money's all spent anyway. Yeah. But they want you to feel like you're a part of it, but you're not a part of it. You are going to be on the business end of it getting fucked over. And they used your money to do it the entire time. But the way they continue to do this stuff is by saying, oh, this is for us. You're defending the homeland, all this shit. That's not really happening. But nobody ever questions it. I probably wouldn't have questioned it until I read that book. 
but it's interesting how much stuff like this happens once you're like your ears kind of perk up a little bit and it's like oh like wait a minute that's pretty interesting i just wanted to point that out no that is very interesting and you trust me just because they announced that they're going to have a disinformation board they have disinformation boards they have all the major networks they've been running interference for them for longer than we realize so the, to this official department may have been closed down in the Mary Poppins of country or whatever the fuck she does. Um, whatever. Mary Poppins of country. But it's yeah. like, and how much of this was even real to begin with? Like, sure, they'll give people jobs, give people money, and the people that were, like, going to be a part of the administration may not know or be any the wiser, which is why they play the part really well. Like, they think it's legitimate. But maybe, like, whoever was in charge was like, okay, we're fragging this immediately. So, because people are going to freak out when you would you admit to making something that sounds exactly like it's straight out of 1984 and then they could be like oh see but we didn't do that we retracted it we listened to what the people said and like now we're going to go do it's something else and it's like, yeah it's all that's the i think that's the biggest curse of so all now the we're skepticism. just gonna fuck you under the table instead yeah. of out in the open because now it's like all the time it's like okay like how much of this is actually real or like what is the angle that's being worked because you could sit all day and think about that stuff but then at the end of the day, as long as you spend your time thinking about that, you're still caught up in some bullshit that's not really meaningful and you're not really getting to any actual conclusions. Yeah, I think that that's spot on, man. I really do. It's just smoke screen after smoke screen after smoke screen. Yeah. And it's like after a point, it's like you don't know how to make sense of anything anymore. So regardless of what you wanted to do or not do, it doesn't matter. Like you're so far behind. Yeah, you are so far behind. Exactly. And it does, it, it, again, you have to use your power of ignoring these fucks and putting on another record or, you know, just turning turning it off. Tune, tune out, man. Mm-hmm. Tune the fuck out. Let it go. But I have I have something fun for everybody, um, which, you know, I'm known to do. Oh, no. uh, known to do here. Um, it is not quiz time. Quiz time will oh, be back next week. Thank goodness. I don't um, have to embarrass myself. Per request, I was requested by one of our patrons and fans. Mm-hmm. Could you please bring back quiz time? Uh, another quiz time would be nice. Yes, quiz time will be back. I will try to make an abbreviated quiz time, and by Christopher's standards, that is not abbreviated whatsoever because usually it goes down from 10 questions to seven, which I thought was generous. But, you know, seven, I guess, is quite a bit, especially for the kind of questions that I ask. Um, but maybe, maybe not. We'll see what happens. Um, maybe it'll only be a, a maybe five. go fuck yourself. Yeah, maybe <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> or do a reverse quiz where we ask you the questions. That could be oh. that would be fun. I would like that. Um, but this is a fun one, guys. This is you're gonna like this. So, Angel, the article is from Ancient Origins. So, when we hear rabbits, we usually think of fertility. You know, fucking. Um, we think of like you know Easter chocolate eggs that Jesus gave to his believers before he was murdered, um, and we think of you know uh, the Easter bunny running around having a good time. This is wait, not- is that why the Easter bunny is a thing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, are you serious? Fertility. Oh, I thought you were talking about chocolate bunnies. Like Jesus gave out chocolate bunnies. Oh, yeah, yeah that that happened. They had him back in Jerusalem or wherever. He brought him out of the cave on the third day. Correct. <laughs> Yeah, true. I have arisen with chocolate bunnies. (laughs) I don't know, man. Filled with peanut butter. (laughs) Um, Lots of peanut butter that hasn't been invented yet, but fear not, I am the son of God. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is why we need the ministry of truth, okay? 
This disinformation yeah. is confusing <laughs> me. That's right? A, Where's that bitch with AOC eyes? Yeah, no, get her over here. Yeah, so, get her over here. As you can see here, for those of you who are digesting the audio-only version, please feel free to not check the show notes. They're in there. Um, but there is a rabbit holding a sword, perhaps a scimitar-looking sword. Uh, maybe he's a Muslim rabbit. I don't know. But he is decapitating a bound man, a rabbit wearing a belt. He's wearing a belt, and he has a sword. And I'm not assuming gender, it, they, whatever, the we rabbit. You can't tell if it's a penis or a vagina. It has a, a belt that's hanging down that may be something phallic, you know, about the phallus. I'm not sure. Maybe. Um, it's a belt. This is fun. Maybe fun. it's maybe it's a lesbian rabbit and it's a strap on. Could yeah. be. Yeah. I mean, the, we, the, the possibilities are not limitless. Endless. But there, but there are many. Near endless. Yeah. They are legion, for they are many. Uh, <laughs> In, uh, killer rabbits terrorize the pages of medieval manuscripts. So this is fun. In early medieval art and literature, fluffy white rabbits, bunnies, and hares were typically motifs of innocence, uh, venerability, and purity. That's purity for those of you who don't pronounce it properly, purity. Uh, however, in more in sync with these animals' rate of reproduction, they later came to represent fertility. But as well as these classic archetypes of world mythology, the rabbit was sometimes portrayed as a horrific, murderous killer. And entering the medieval magical in inverse world, fans of Monty Python and the Holy Grail will recall the vicious killer bunny that attacked King Arthur and his valiant knights. However, only a few will know that this farcical scene has its origins in real world medieval manuscripts, handwritten animal skin books were first created by monks in the 11th century monasteries and those illustrations in gold and silver decorations are known as illuminated a research article in a 2016 daily art magazine explains that the margin marginalia uh, or margin of some Ill illuminated texts feature a range of mythological creatures known as the drolleries the paintings of which peaked around 1250 anno domini to the 15th century while rabbits began their symbolic journey in this world as makers of, of purity and helplessness the mythological dimension of drolleries was inverted therefore in illuminated texts, rabbits were often depicted as armor wearing sadistic cruel and unpredictably violent creatures which murdered animals and people in the most awful ways how fun there's another picture angel uh have you guys seen it it's, it looks like it's on a boat it kind of looks like, you know, it's holding an axe. Like a scene uh, out of Tom and Jerry. It's very upset. Um, it's not a good look for, you know, whoever's on the boat. Because it I'm, looks like it's smiling. Well, yeah, it's enjoying itself. Yeah, it's, it's a happy, murderous son of a bitch. Yeah, so this is from the 14th century um, Bibliothèque mm -hmm. uh, de la Sorbonne in France. Um that was it. for those of you that listen that are French. Uh, uh, Jay apologize. Sorry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how to speak a French. Um, <laughs> according to art historian Margaret Rickert's 1954 book, Painting in Britain, the Middle Ages, medieval scribes painted cocks with human heads, dogs carrying human masks, archers winding out of a fish's mouth and bird-like dragons with an elephant's head on the back. There's only one explanation for all this, ladies and gentlemen. Drugs. Ergot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <you're... laughs> Dr. Jorn Gunther 
says the idea of an inverse world in which everything is upside down reaches back to antiquity when people ritually fought the perceived evils of winter. A more recent 2022 article in Art Magazine Daily suggests that in the Middle Ages and the Renaissance, the culture of laughter was trying to make the regular world full of mysticism, dogmatism, and seriousness more bearable. Uh, furthermore, I mean, then again, think about the shitty world they lived in. There was no Wi-Fi, there was no internet, and the Black Death was running around killing one out of two. So it was bad news. You know. Yeah, makes the COVID shit very, very mild in comparison. Um, I don't want to get censored for that. It's compared to the Black Death. I'm sure you guys have something you're whipping up in some lap that's going to be... Spotify is going to put a banner under this episode. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Disinfo. Uh, furthermore... Carnival celebrations and jokes dramatized the comic and relative side of absolute truths and supreme authorities highlighted the ambivalence of reality coming to represent the power of both absolute liberty and farce. This would suggest killer rabbits were simply medieval jokes and mirrors of culture at the time, but they are much, much more. Um, let's see here. An entry on medieval manuscripts blog says during the Harley cataloging project which uh, cataloging the arnstein passional that was made by made at the arnstein abbey in germany around the 1170s researchers spotted a particularly early killer bunny regarded as the earliest killer rabbit ever discovered a decorated letter t doubles as a gallow in which two rabbits have hung a human hunter the killers in this instance are standing on their hind legs pointing and jeering with their front paws at the murdered man. <laughs> Fuck you. Take that. <laughs> Satan commands us to spill the blood of the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. To interpret this uh, apparently awful scene, we must think in reverse so as to better suit the topsy-turvy environment of the magical inverse world. Rabbits in this world are fluffy and innocent prey animals, so it makes perfect sense that they would become violent administrators of justice, punishing human hunters who kill rabbits in the upside down world. Why isn't this a cartoon or a movie yet? I would watch this. This uh, Benicula. I read Benicula as a kid. Is that a yeah. show now? I mean, it was like it was on uh, like along with Goosebumps. I thought. See, Benicula had his own thing when I was a kid. You got well, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it was on the same like era as Goosebumps, the TV show. Yeah, but I, I don't remember Benicula hanging anybody. Well, I mean, you had to make it kid appropriate. Bullshit! There were kids. Well, they couldn't read <laughs> back then, but they could read now, and this would be fun for kids. Hey, Dad, I got the new book out of the bookmobile. These two rabbits hang this hunter that's been hunting them. I'd be like, great! I want to read it too. Um, <laughs> this is certainly the case in the Smithfield. Dec uh decretals excuse me that were illuminated in london in the 1340s and are currently kept at the british library in london the marginal scenes and these illuminated texts depict a group of giant overweight rabbits waging hyper violence on a human hunter and his hound take that dog i'm not going to read that because i don't want to see the dog pay for it but you know the dog is a part of the hunt so all's fair in love and war and rabbit hunting the first rabbit is an archer, and it shoots the hunter in his spine before the other rabbits tie him up and haul him before a rabbit judge. After an inevitable guilty verdict, the gang... This is the sentencing here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You're already guilty. Uh, the gang of rabbits haul their hunter away and joyously behead him. 
But this was the only the beginning of the rabbit's bloodlust, which <laughs> after murdering the hunter, set about catching his dog, which was the number one enemy of rabbits in this world and a perfect motif for the violence of rabbits in the upside down world. The dog met a similar fate to its master and was beheaded after being found guilty in a rigged rabbit court. Um, Gulag Archipelago, right there. (laughs) This, I had no idea that this was a thing. Um, I encourage you guys to read some more about this if you want to. It is in the show notes, which nobody checks out. Why don't you write the book? Why don't you write the... uh... I'm a fairy tale. Be the change you want to see, man. Come on. I'm busy working on something right now, goddammit. And it's gonna take a minute, but I'll get back to the rabbits. Don't you worry. All right. I mean, I expect it. I I'll I'll pre-order. I mean I know where you live. If you're not well on your way to writing a book about murderous rabbits in six months, I will find you and I will kill you. I love it. School's tough. Maybe we can uh, stuff where the exams hard. Maybe we can crowdsource this or where the midterms hard. Where the midterms are. That's funny. Um, I was going to discuss. Speaking of midterms, I was going to discuss how uh, they're getting all ramped up for how the Senate's going to play out. Um, who cares? No. It. it <laughs> I bring you more of the same. Yeah. They're going to get nothing done. Um, nobody cares. Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah, it's an exam that you take. I thought the votes already happened for the midterms. Am I crazy? I don't know. I don't. Uh, prob- they might have. They, they might have. <laughs> no, you're th- you're thinking of the primaries. I'm oh. like Adam Savage. I substitute your reality and, and, and my own. Oh. <laughs> what a great show that was, dude! I any I miss time- it. So oh my much. gosh! Speaking of Discovery, did you guys see the new Discovery Plus show that's coming out? What is it? Mm-hmm. With like the six-year-olds doing drag. Oh, oh. No, oh yeah, no. it's no. disgusting. It I. Uh, you probably couldn't show it on here, like, but I highly. But they recommend. can show it on the Discovery Channel. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, you probably couldn't show because they'll they'll copyright strike. Oh, But like, if you want just to be disgusted, it is. It's not like, you know, a six year old dressing up casually, whatever. It's literally them going and doing like drag shows where these kids are like flaunting and dancing in scandalous clothing in front of. Is it like cuties? Kind of, but I would argue it's worse. Really? Oh my god! Now that's bad. And that is bad. To be fair, I never watched Cuties because me neither. But I watched reviews of it because people yeah. like. I won't click on any of that shit. I want. I think Shoe on Head did a review of it, and I watched that. I want nothing to do with it. What I can tell you is that speaking of television, those of you who are familiar with this fucking douchebag, uh, Adam ruins everything. <laughs> so he went on to Rogan. And I don't want to catch any shit from anybody because I'm going to tell you something I firmly believe in. I don't care how tough you think you are, okay, as a female MMA fighter, let's say. Let's take the best of the best. In my opinion, that's Amanda Nunes. Even though she lost her her one belt, she still has the bantamweight belt. Okay, I mean, She's probably the top 100 in female MMA could still kick my butt. So Right, but <laughs> she is the apex female fighter on the planet. She's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. She's an amazing fighter. She had a bad fight against this lady. She had two. She was a two-belt champ. She lost one, but she still has the other. Put her in there against a bantamweight man and tell me what happens. I know what's going to happen. 
That's like if Angel got into the ring with Stipe Miocic. That's not going to be good for Angel. Even if Angel trains for years, Stipe is going to light her fucking up. It's going to be very bad. I don't think, I don't want, no. that's, that's not, these things shouldn't mix. No. And Adam got pissed at Joe because Joe knows a lot about this. Or excuse me, uh, they called him Jew Rogan. But anyway, no, I call him Jose Rogano. That's my name for Joe. So he went on the Jose Rogano show. You got to let it go, man. And um, he talked about how, <laughs> I know, from the closet, live from the closet. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> how long did we make it? <laughs> an hour. Um, but he was pissed because he felt like, I think Adam was making the point that, you know, that trans athletes should be able to compete. And, and Joe's like, listen, you don't know what you're talking about. People are going to get flogged. Like it's gonna be bad, like violence, like very. Well, didn't bad. that one chick's skull crack? Like, I don't know anything about that. I'll have to do some digging. I thought it was like someone was telling me about it. It was like they had, it was like a male to female trans fighter that literally like broke a woman's skull open. Like, Fallon, Fallon Fox. Oh my yeah. God. Oh shit! Someone was talking about it like uh, within the last week. I can't Is that remember. An MMA fighter or a porn star? <laughs> yes. Fallon Fox, really? <laughs> I think. I mean, I could be mistaken on what the name is, but I'm pretty sure that's. Listen, what... listen. It's bad news. Okay, it's really bad news when the you know the, the, these things shouldn't happen. Okay, and Adam got very upset, and Joe kind of smoked him. Excuse me, Jose, kind of smoked him on his show. Well, Adam got run out because that Adam ruins everything was purchased by another conglomerate. Like it's not Time Warner was bought by somebody and that was part of True TV. And he's pissed off saying, well, now you just have endless and practical Joker reruns. Listen, Adam, those are still better than your show. Well, he has a new show. It's about the government and government programs. Oh. And essentially, he's like pointing out the successes and failures of programs and how they could be made better. Do you know what? There's a word for that. It's called propaganda. So fuck you, Adam, from Adam Ruins Everything. I, I want to ruin your life. Is this solution to making them better revolution, or is it like a more government well, that's what shit? I was going to say. Like, it would not be like, oh, it's, oh, it's like, oh, we have to give them more money and more civil liberties. Okay. There it is. All right. Yeah, fuck it. Oh. Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, I don't know. Maybe they're getting with the times. Who knows? No, he doubt, is, doubtful. But... He, is, uh, he, is, uh, he is soft as wet dog shit, my friend. <laughs> That's pretty soft. So, oh, that's yeah. pretty soft. No good. After a hard rain, too. Bad news. Oh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. ooh. So, um, great show. I have nothing further to add. I will turn it over, first of all, to our guest and friend. Oh. If anything that you would like to add, Kennedy, any plugs where you can get uh, send folks to check out whatever it is that you're up to these days? Oh, not right now. I'm working on it. I'm working okay. on it. Okay. <laughs> uh, what about you, uh, Brian? Do you have anything you would like to say before we wrap it up? No, I, I'm still laughing at soft as wet dog shit. That one got me. Feel that's free. A good, it's a good one. Yeah, that's a feel free. Right. To do log, that's a good that simile. One. Yeah, I'll log remember that, that one when the time comes. Banks. I'm gonna fuck somebody's shit up with that. Right. <laughs> I love it. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm glad uh, I provided a service today, uh, Christopher. Anything for you, sir, at all? No. <laughs> all right good and what about you uh boss no i i do have something that's not podcast related so i've been playing skyrim and i have this glitch on playstation 4 with um the alduin's bane and i can't get it to go past and i did all the things that reddit said and it still doesn't work 
So if anybody knows the way around the glitch, please let me know. That's okay. all I have to say. All right. Yeah. Get get a hold of the show and help her out. I, that's I, desperation reaching for game tips. I apologize <laughs> for the Chinese propaganda link, but y'all need to watch that when you get some free time. All right. I'll, I'll watch. I'm going to I'm going to put it up here, but I'm not going to watch it right now on the show. That's yeah, probably for the best. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, nobody has anything else. No. Okay, great. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you for the, uh, to the patrons. Of course, we greatly appreciate you. Uh, thank you very much. And of course, um, thank you to all of the people that listen, all 15 and a quarter of you numbers are up this month. It's great. Um, and of course, thank you to our sponsors. I paint Acker, all accidents are happy accidents. Team Mandalore, who does really, in fact, keep cycling very weird and Ray Faba fine art and design from the great lakes. But ladies and gentlemen, Oh, and Agoras Nexus. But ladies and gentlemen, it's now time to talk about your asshole health. I don't know if any of you in the Northeast Ohio Soviet have looked at the weather forecast that's approaching. Bit of a heat wave coming for two days. It's going to be 88 tomorrow and mm-hmm. 90 on Saturday. Now, while, while rain may be in the forecast, Ooh, rainwater, rainwater will not wash away that stink, that sweat, the dirt. The disgusting garbage that collects in the fat folds, underarms, belly buttons, crevices, dung ditches. None of that rainwater is going to get in there. After a hard day of mowing that lawn or whatever the fuck it is you're doing outside, having a good time, riding a bicycle, skateboarding, picking your ass, whatever it is that you're up to, sitting around doing absolutely nothing. Todd's Gay Soap from AkronApothecary.com can, in fact, help you out very much. You just heard us talk about they're trying to push this new bullshit about this variant running around. We have already clinically tested Todd's Gay Soap against all coronaviruses in your ass. It will eliminate it. Todd's Gay Soap is medicine. It's medicine for your ass. Okay? (laughs) Listen, nobody wants to be next to you during the summertime when you are ripe as fuck and you know you are. You go to, you kind of go to the bathroom, you take it out, you know, or for you ladies, you sit down and you get that funk wafting up Ugh. and it hits you like a wall and you're like, Jesus, I stink. I just showered. But what kind of soap did you use? Did you use Todd's gay soap? Probably not. Listen to Jade. Listen to the reviews that we've had on the show. Listen to a professional, a proctologist, no less has talked about how clean Brian's ass was after that appointment. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't do it any better. There are professionals of people who have their assholes washed with Todd's Gay Soap. <laughs> Professional medicine for your ass. Todd's Gay Soap is here to help. Akronapothecary.com. Please support the gay business. Don't be a fucking bigot. Don't be a piece of garbage who hates gay people and also wants to smell bad. Hey. What kind of fucking animal are you? What? Pride Month's coming up, and if you want a fucking virtue signal, at least buy some fucking soap. How about that? How do you like that shit right there? <laughs> Jump in the fire, baby. That's right. Jump in the fire. And always remember, Todd's Gay Soap, in fact, is... Soap for that ass. <laughs> useguysinthat at gmail.com at useguyspod across all platforms uh, thanks very much to the patrons and all of everybody who listens thank you very much we appreciate you thank you to our guest Kennedy watch out for those killer rabbits everybody take it easy later